Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome, you're getting awesome, we're getting awesome, yeah, that's what I said now. I'm getting awesome, you're getting awesome, we're getting awesome, yeah, that's what I said. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Awesome Cast, episode two. It is uh, one half of your hosting team right here. It is Sorg, Mike Sorg right here. Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, uh, for episode two. We've gotten so much feedback from the first episode. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or anything, we'll, we can read them on the air. Uh, send an email to awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. That may change in the near future. We're talking about that. Uh, also, we got a fan pa- fa- Facebook page. And uh, all that stuff. Uh, Twitter at, at AwesomeCast. I don't have graphics for those yet. Look at that. Um, but in the meantime, I want to introduce our other uh, uh, esteemed host, Rob. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm working on my format for this one. <laughs> <laughs> esteemed. How you do? How you doing this week, Rob? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good. I have the uh, the MS150 coming up this weekend, so I'm pretty stoked for that. And that's like my whole week. <laughs> For those that don't know the codes, what's an MS-1, whatever you said? <laughs> uh, an MS-150 is a, uh, there's a bunch of rides that are organized around the country, but there's one happening in Pittsburgh next week. It's a, a bike ride, 150 miles over two days uh, in support of multiple sclerosis. Because he's the active one out of this group. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. In support? Uh, well, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have had to write a bunch of stuff about it, and I, I keep having to edit myself when I say that because I always say in support of multiple sclerosis. But let's be honest, nobody likes multiple sclerosis. Okay, now that you cleared that up, I'm sorry. I just couldn't let that stand. That, that's fine. It, it is for uh, finding a cure. It is for helping the people who currently have it, and uh, and treatment facilities, and all that kind of good stuff. And you. And of course, that other voice this week is Tony. Chachi Walker joining us. Who's got the birds? Is that is that my end? Who's got the birds going on? <laughs> that might be me. I mean, it doesn't look like any of us are outside. I mean, my no. window's open. Oh, your yeah, oh, your window's open. I, I thought that was a door at first. I was like, okay, we could see if anybody attacks you from behind <laughs> to warn you. But other than that, um, <laughs> Chachi, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. You're doing well, uh, Chachi. Uh, what 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 do you what what do you do? Let, let the I, introduce yourself to the people. That's not you. Well, I run ChachiSays.com. Well, no, I'm sorry. I dot. take that back. The dot com was snatched. Uh, it's ChachiSays.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Twitter, at ChachiSays. And I have email and stuff. And I'm an IT specialist. There you go. And you're also a judge. I am a judge. <laughs> That's not as fun as it sounds. <laughs> Um, and of course, uh, the, we figured we were going to take on the, uh, iPhone this week. Um, and we wanted Chachi on because he's our resident, uh, Android expert. He has cred. He has a G1. Mm. So, and oh, we've gee. been having some interesting discussions about that and we'll be comparing all that and everything going on. I have um, a, uh, a Motorola Devour on my desk here. Devour? 
A devour, yeah. The sleek, uh, it's a slider. It's uh, brushed aluminum and it's super sexy. It's one of the things I got from Verizon. It sounds super sexy. Bam! Bam, there it is. There it is on the video feed. That's that's an Android phone? This is an Android phone. Wow. It runs Moto Blur. Moto Blur. Ooh. Wow. Ooh, super sexy hardware. The um, software kind of sucks. Though. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, first, I want to hit up some of the news for this week. And, of course, most of it's surrounding the iPhone. But I want to actually talk about some of the stuff that happened before we found out what we were getting. As most of us already have... <laughs> established we're buying this thing before we even saw it. It's been interesting to get the feedback on that. I don't know about anybody in this room, uh, but I know I know my coworker and my brother uh, who have been on uh, 3Gs and Edge phones, respectively. I think a few other people have been on Edge phones. Of course, they're upgrading to this next one. Um, but before that, there was the DA conference last week uh, mm. where, where we got to see the luminaries of the industry just put <laughs> out there to dry. Um, I, I escapes me the name of the two journalists that run it, Kara Swisher and yeah. Walt Mossberg. Is that, does that yes. sound right? Yes. Uh, run this. And I, now I don't know much about the DA. It just seems like an excuse to get all these important people on stage and just grill the shit out of them, grill the crap out of them in front of an audience. Um, most notably was the apparent utter breakdown of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, with the um, with the three sweatshirt thing that I heard about. Yeah, three. And then, <laughs> well, all right, so they had this guy on there. They were asking about Facebook. Apparently, he was sweating up a storm. I've seen a little bit of clips from this. This, this interview I actually didn't listen to very much of. Uh, but apparently, they, 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 I did see part where they asked him to take off his sweater since he was sweating so bad. And yeah, then, and apparently uh, there was an a, a, it's like a special corporate Facebook hoodie or sweatshirt mm-hmm. that he was wearing underneath that had like a uh, a special insignia on the inside, almost like he was like a member of the Masons, but he's yeah, actually just a, you know Facebook an Illuminati <laughs> custom design. Yes, that apparently all the kids on the Facebook campus thought it'd be cool to have etched into their uh, sweatshirts. Yes, but do they all have tattoos also? They'll be, it's probably like up their back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then on top of that, we had Steve Jobs had some interesting comments to, to say about, uh, uh, for one, what happened with the, uh, the Gizmodo and, uh, iPhone, uh, stolen iPhone, uh, situation there. Mm-hmm. Um, did any of you guys get to listen to this? I didn't. I, I caught a, a little bit of it and it was, um, Steve mentioned it. Uh, he basically like acknowledged that it had happened, uh, acknowledged that it was stolen. So, or that's at least what um, what Apple believes happened is that the phone was stolen, not left. Uh, so it was just like an acknowledgement, and yeah, it's messy, and that's unfortunate. And let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, took some more pot shots at Adobe Flash, uh, a little bit at Google um, about about uh, is it is it. Now I'm confusing messages after watching so much Steve Jobs in the last in the last <laughs> seven days. Um, is this is this the point where he said we didn't get into the search business; they got into the phone business? Um, you know what? I'm not sure because I know at the at the keynote he came out uh, against. I think you're right. I think it wasn't D8 because um, a lot of people have been talking about how he said that at D8. 
And then he started the keynote in offense to Android, basically saying, our market share is insane compared to these these suckers over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a lot of points in the keynote. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But a lot of pot shots going back and forth. Which, after all the snide remarks that happened at Google I.O., I mean, they kind of had it coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's it's amazing that these companies have a working relationship on each other, you know, <laughs> at all. Like I I mean I, the the fact that Google is still even an option for search at this point is amazing. Yeah. Um But they they put a big big logo up there. Uh, but <laughs> uh, and other than that, uh, we had Steve Ballmer being Steve Ballmer on stage, uh, basically uh, say, basically basically shutting down Steve Jobs as he usually does and making you wonder if he actually opens his eyes around the industry uh, is my opinion on it. Um, mm. But uh, oh, the other interesting comment from Steve Jobs was this idea that the PC uh, is it may not be around as, as we know it in a few years. Yeah, and I think that comment is um, really interesting. I, I, I wonder if it's one of those things where He's talking about uh, more specifically the PC as we know it, um, because I mean, there's always. I, I feel like I might be regretting this statement in like five years or whatever it might be, but um, I can't imagine a future where we don't have devices that are a lot more powerful, dedicated mouse and keyboard type PC things like a Mac Pro is today, where it's a rendering farm where you're going to do all your video production stuff like that. It just is capable of a lot more than a laptop or a tablet. And that, and that's a lot of talk. Of course, uh, you know, we, we saw a lot, the keynote about the iPhone, about the new iOS, uh, as it's being called now and all the devices on that. Nothing about development. Again, this is the developers comment. This is where I think they've unveiled Snow Leopard in the past, uh, mm -hmm. and all the core technologies that go into that. So where's the progress for the rest of us that, you know, frankly, some of our careers are on some of these platforms. You know, whether they be developers for them, uh, whether it be, you know, I'm, I'm abide by the final cut, you know, uh, uh, for, for, for my work, you know. No, regardless of what happens with this iPhone situation and the iOS 4, mm -hmm. the industry is going to be dependent, dependent upon console computers, whether they break it down to the point where everything's attached mm -hmm. and just really thin, like a, mm -hmm. a, a non-carry-around laptop, it, it's gonna, they're going to need some kind of home, stay-at-home unit. It's They're not going to replace them. They can't. So, 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 I mean, you know, are we suggesting, you know... Are we are we looking at iPads in the future? You know, I mean, or or is or is Mac just going to get out? You know, or is Apple just going to get out of the computer game? They've already taken it out of their name. Well, I, mean, I think something else to consider would be uh, kind of along the lines of um, I forget what it's called, but there's that gaming service that sort of kind of online? I think it might have just kind of launched where uh, it renders in the cloud online. instead of yeah on live. Yeah, uh, I think um, they're, they're they're just launching officially uh, this month. Uh, with their uh, PC and Mac services, and they're supposed to have a, a, a console you can buy uh, later in the year that they have announced. Right, so I wonder if if the infrastructure grows to support services like on live, would it be too far to say that in the uh, near to far future, 
we would be able to have tablet devices that are doing all the work in the cloud and server farms, but what you have in front of you is basically just a control device. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe, so maybe. Uh, I mean, we're already already kind of seeing it. I, uh, we've been looking a lot in the backup situations, and I've been seeing a lot of like Alex Lindsay was on MacBreak Weekly today talking about how yeah we have a Drobo Elite and uh, we have five iMacs running off of that for editing in Final Cut. Right. You know, so, so maybe we are a few steps from maybe I'll be editing in the cloud, you know, yeah. within five years. You know, maybe, maybe this is getting out of that. Maybe it's Apple, be, you know, in their transition to becoming a cloud service, becoming a Google. Maybe mobile will matter uh, at that point. You know? Yeah. So, uh, other than that, I had another. Well, I guess the other big news uh, going into this had a lot of speculation was AT and T in <laughs> their plan being changed now mm-hmm. uh, apparently uh like i i'm i'm not changing my iphone here probably for another year um but we're looking at you know we're i'm grandfathered into my my 30 dollar unlimited five gigabyte plan but yep. three plans are 25 dollars for two gigabytes <laughs> yeah tell me about it uh 25 dollars for two gigabytes or 15 dollars for 250 completely Ditching the plans that we that introduced the iPad, what not even three months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, what is what does this mean? Was this a, a we saw the the video that was going to happen and said no, you know? That's uh, exactly what it meant. Is that is that exactly <laughs> what? It, <laughs> I, and I don't I don't want to go uh, ahead too far because, mm-hmm. like you said, we'll cover it later. Go, but go ahead, go ahead. with this whole Netflix streaming on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. AT&T just saw dollar signs. The, the word is, uh, if you're watching Netflix movies, it may be about 300 megabytes for, per movie that you watch, was was the calculation. Of course, we're talking about adaptive streaming and everything that could change as you get on 3G Edge networks. And maybe it'll work on Edge. Um, you know, it that plus the FaceTime that, that you know, we'll be going into could and, and other features... That, that could be pushing more video on demand, more streaming, more, just more data in general, especially when it comes to the iPad seems to be like a bigger candidate for this. But. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, they made it, they, that's exactly it. Uh, Dr. Scooter in the chat said AT&T made a cash grab. That's Mm -hmm. exactly it. Um, because you know, people are going to be sitting places where, uh, there isn't Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and they're going to be bored, and they're going to pull out the Netflix. But uh, on the other hand, there is the Wi-Fi that they can't enable, but it's it's not enough to stop AT and T from just stuffing their pockets. Yeah, and uh, the other the other speculation is this is a play for them to alleviate their network by making you think about how much data you're using on it. Yeah, definitely. I mean it. It, uh, I know as an iPhone user with an unlimited plan, like I don't bother thinking about what I'm doing. I can use whatever I want. I can stream whatever I want, whenever I want. But, you know, just like text messaging back before unlimited plans, you thought about each message you sent. You're like, well, is this 10 cents or is this part of my plan? And that's definitely going to take a, a huge load off the network while the load gets piled on from people trying to upload video and watch Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, and I know I looked, uh, I, uh, I know 
Uh, Missy uses maybe just over that 250 on a monthly basis. Uh, I, I use about 600, but again, you know, Netflix and everything that's going to go up. I, I, I can believe it. Uh, Rob, have you checked your your input about that? Like what what you use every month? My usage, uh, I'm at. It was pretty low. I was pretty surprised. It was like 550 on average, I mm-hmm. think. I mean, still, it's half a gigabyte. It's, it's significant, especially for traffic. That's way above what anybody's using on on an Android. Or no, I'm sorry, not an Android. A BlackBerry. Uh, Android has to be, you know, pretty near that. I don't know. I don't know, Chachi, if you have uh, meters you can access there on T-Mobile. You know, I, I'm looking it up now because this whole discussion has made me kind of curious as yeah. to what do you get? Yeah, I, that's what I'm looking up because I it says unlimited, and so I'm not exactly sure what the cap is on that mm-hmm. uh i know if there is a cap i don't even come near to using it oh uh, there's is there's is now five gig also okay uh that was announced the 21st of april so but uh yeah let me see if i can find what my <laughs> data use yeah is. again you know you're but, on a g1 it's it's Earlier Android, but you have to be using some pretty significant applications on there. I mean, what what do you do other than you know Twitter and Foursquare on there? I mean, are you looking at a lot of video? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm just never in a situation where, I mean, YouTube. That's about it. Yeah, and I know we stream Pandora and stuff, but it, it is surprising when you look at. it. I, I wonder what that number would be if I didn't have Wi-Fi here at the house. I have it hooked up at work. Uh, you know, I'm at other places. Uh, that have Wi-Fi, uh, you know, coffee shops and whatever for meetings. So, you know, it kind of evens out, you know. Maybe it, maybe it would be well over 5 gigs at that point when I'm sitting here listening to Pandora all day. Um, well, moving on, uh, before we get back into the keynote, uh, I did want to bring up a, something a little bit fun. I think... <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this in the show notes. I, I was, I was uh, you know, going around Craigslist for one reason or another uh last week <laughs> hookers you uh, could say hookers I, it's okay. I no uh, yeah yeah hookers <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to share this article i i just got a kick out of uh need british accent for voicemail uh from the pit cmu campus <laughs> now did you see us on your own on this on your own while you were looking up your own hookers or <laughs> no i call it in the notes you sent me beforehand okay I, mean, I, I might have tweeted this. Anyway. I, I tweeted this. Well, we know how it is with you. Um, I would like a British person to record my voicemail greeting, preferably a woman. Uh, the only way I found to do it is for the person to speak directly into my iPhone. See, it's, and it's related. Uh, sample script. Quote, you've reached such and such. Please leave your name, number, and a time to call you back. I will pay $20 for two minutes of your time. Please email me with any questions. So there you go, right there, uh, uh, and I don't think there's a number. You, you know who we should uh, we should tell about that? Hmm. A- Andy Quayle. There you go. There you go. That's it. See. <laughs> I will forward this to him. There you go. The <laughs> yeah, because he's he's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just verified it. I checked my statement online, and T-Mobile doesn't show me how much data I use per month. But you're unlimited. You yeah. really have an option other than that? No. Honestly, if if they tried to limit how much data I use, I know I'd go over. Yeah, yeah. 
I, you might be surprised. You might be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised because I um I, I look at a lot of apps, but I don't. I know I don't stream video too often. Uh, I'm basically even with the iPad. I feel that if I'm in the situation where I'm actually going to sit and watch like a decent amount of video that would really like kill my data cap, I could probably see it coming. It's not like I get kidnapped. Like I'll be sitting at home and watching video, or if I'm going on a trip, I will download the video and put it on the device. I'm not really uh, a big, huge fan of video streaming unless I'm looking at random YouTube clips. I, I also experiment with, I have a, an orb server set up on my iMac where I have a lot of movies, I, you know, a lot of my own you know, wrestling movies and everything I have uh, uh, captured. Uh, and, you know, that's that'd be a big one, too, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, before we get into our, the rest of our discussion, I wanted to make sure to bring up our sponsor. Of course, Audible.com is our sponsor, like a lot of podcasts. You can, uh, over at audiblepodcast.com slash Media. you can get one free audiobook. Uh, cancel anytime. you got a free 14-day trial to the service which includes your one pick and uh and 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 access to a lot of free stuff too a lot of a lot of uh, bbc material i know is there uh i'm not sure if this is actually in there i only found the book but i ended up listening to this week uh through through another service uh the accidental billionaires i know rob you mentioned last week i was looking mm-hmm. for uh i ended up with the bbc uh version of it which was only about hour ten minutes, so I knew something was off, <laughs> and had introductions to each of the five thirteen-minute episodes of *I Walk Alone* by Green Day. Oh. Uh, but it was a pretty good read, and I have an idea what happened. I, I would like to read the entire book. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I clicked the wrong button, uh, but I do have a pick that I know is on Audible. Um, I, I found this other one that I've been meaning to read for a while, just, just kind of catching up on books I've had in my queue. Uh, How to Read a Person Like a Book. It's more of a pamphlet. It's about 45 minutes, uh, and it feels more like a seminar type thing. But I, I listened to this thing uh, kind of in passing on Friday uh, while I was wrapping up my work week, and uh, I happened to work security last night at Liquid Sunday uh, down on the south side here. Uh, and I tried to exercise a lot of the, the motions as I watched, as I people watched as I was standing the guard, the door to the soundtrack, the sound check that night. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty interesting for a lot of people that, that find themselves in meetings, uh, like I do, you know, trying to, or, or, or you go to the pod camps or you go to these meetups and everything. Uh, it, it, it's a really interesting, uh, uh, kind of methodology there uh, i'm gonna have to listen to it you know a couple times but it's really short really easy to re-listen to like a lot of books that i've, I've listened to recently um and I, and I recommend it again it's how to read a person like a book uh unabridged uh by i'm not going to try pronouncing that they'll be all on the website <laughs> uh, <laughs> again audiblepodcast.com uh slash sorgatron media to uh go check that out and get your free audiobook you keep the audiobook it's yours it's yours. I still I still have mine from the free thing, canceled or not. So I go check that out. So uh well again the big thing, the keynote yesterday. Um I I, I watched it t- t- with the twit st- the the awkward twit stream yesterday. I tried to watch it on the twit stream <laughs> and I couldn't get it at all. Oh yeah, yeah. The iPhone app didn't work at all for either stream. Um, the iPad app didn't work either. It was iPad, all very disappointing. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Makes me wonder if the Android app worked there for Chachi. 
Um, I don't think it was on the Android app no. or on Android. I didn't bother looking. I followed it. I followed the uh, the transcript on gg or gdgt.com mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that Sorg was kind enough to send to me. I hook you so. up. I hook you up. It's it's called research. It was <laughs> research. And trust me, I was bored <laughs> up until the iPhone. Honestly, yeah. Are we going into it? Are we? We're going into it. We're doing this yeah, now. Yeah. So okay. go ahead. What? <laughs> All right. Well, well, first, the the Android user, I, uh, what did you think of the presentation? And is this the first well, keynote okay. keynote that you followed? What's that? Is this the first keynote that you followed? Yeah, I, I watched Mr. Jobs do his thing, and he needs to change up the look of it. The uh, black <laughs> and the acid wash jeans just aren't doing it anymore. Okay. Okay. But anyhow, I. Uh, uh, and I was sending these to Sorg as I was coming up for, with them. Um, uh, Steve, jo- these are actual quotes from Steve Jobs. Uh, blah, 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 iPad, blah, 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 swimming pool filled with suckers money. Okay, okay. He said that. Uh, blah, 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 I, I killed the y- book, they- I killed the book, yippee. I think they edited this out of, of the uh, version they put up on the website today. And they might have. They might have. But they left, they left in the part where they told everybody to turn off their Wi-Fi. They did. Yes. Yes, yes they did. Definitely. Both times. Because they weren't able to make everything work. <laughs> um, no. It, honestly, what he said was relevant. And this is going to bite me in the ass later. But <laughs> he he's an, uh, he's an amazing guy overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I can watch him speak for hours on end. Uh, it was really, it was, it was a good keynote. It was well done. Um, they had their technical issues, of course, but any other than that, I mean, some of the numbers, which I didn't write down, were just shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the millions and uh, they, millions, the millions and millions of, of sold iOS devices, as has been coined now. Not mm-hmm. no longer iPhone OS. Um, well, I, yeah, that um, and the number of iPads that they've sold all, already. Two million, is it? Uh, it was one every thirty nine seconds. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we're doing pretty good if we're selling on one. I think he brought that uh, that last figure up at uh, at D eight as well. They're like, you know, we're selling one every thirty eight, thirty nine seconds. I think we're doing pretty well for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're actually out so, selling their MacBooks. Uh, or Max in general, I think, was a stat that came out last week. Which is taking us back to the whole, uh, uh, Mac should just, or Apple should just get out of the, the desktop game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, should, and, you know, we'll see, we, we, you know, we'll see where the refreshes go. The Mac mini seem to be at the end of their life. Uh, Apple TV seems to be at the end of its life, unless they're getting refreshed. We do have another date here at the end of the month on the 23rd, I think it is. 27th. 27th? Okay, yep. so after all of us have stood in line for our iPhones, um, <laughs> we can see maybe iPhone 5 comes quicker than you think. Uh, <laughs> practical joke on all. But uh, a little bit through the features. Well, well first, uh, Rob, uh, you, you followed it. What did you think of uh, a lot of uh, the announcements? Um, I... Like Chachi said, I think it was a really solid keynote. I felt that the last few keynotes were um, 
a lot of people were let down by maybe the last two or three keynotes, especially um, the ones right after Steve had come back from surgery. Uh, it felt like he didn't have his his youthful wind to him, his excitement where he could really get the crowd like super excited and uh, and get the Apple fanboys tingling in all the right places. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I, I I think what he what he said on Monday and all the figures and everything that he revealed was just a really solid keynote. He um, and it wasn't even like it's not that the iPhone four represents things we haven't seen before, but it represents a package of things we have we've seen before, but we've never seen them done like this in this in this form. It's uh, before ahead. we move on to the iPhone four. Uh, you're right, and it, 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 it did tangle <laughs> in all the right places. But on top of that. If there's a nerd that paid attention to that whatsoever that did not get a tingle, mm-hmm. they're not nerds. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially when because I was uh, I was keeping up on the uh, the Mac Rumors live uh, mobile live blog, which was really excellent. Um, and I remember when I got to the part where he was talking about the um, the Retina display and talking about the. Um, the uh, PPI abilities of the human eye and saying that, you know, we went a little bit higher than that. We went with 326 PPI and we're going to call it the retina. That's when I got the tingles. I was like, it was, it was just like a crowning moment. I'm like that. That's what Steve jobs is about right there. Yeah. Let's yeah. This is what the human body is capable of, but we want a little bit more. That's what we do. (laughs) A lot of, uh, of course, Evo just came out for the sprint on, uh, Friday, I think it is, which is the big uh, new god phone as far as Android goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of this kind of paled that. I mean, there was a lot it, of... <laughs> okay, you know what? Let me get this out of the way. Go for it. Go for it. I, I was waiting until the end where people would hopefully shut off the, the audio stream of this and not <laughs> hear it. But everything... They announced, or that Steve announced during his keynote about the iPhone 4, surpasses anything the Android has even dreamed about doing at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is uh-huh. very true. They, he it was pretty much a slam dunk against all the other devices that exist right now. Not to say that they're not going to catch up really fast, but it's great to see that Apple again is. Not just pushing innovation by coming up with good ideas, but pushing innovation by pushing the rest of the industry aside and saying, "Look out, we've got big things coming through." Yeah, it. I mean, all right, let's let's dive in. Go for it. The only thing <laughs> I didn't like about the keynote was the uh, he discussed the app market. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. All right, I'm not gonna sit here and deny that. The Apple Store is pretty much the strongest market out there. But it's got a head start. I mean, the only thing I feel that they're doing wrong about it is denying the engineers or the programmers that make apps the opportunity to have their apps in the store just because they create or use different APIs. Okay. So you don't buy this line that... That Steve tried to reason it out to us that this is because if we change the OS, we can't guarantee it's going to work. That's unhappy exactly. customers. You don't buy that. No. 
Now, do you, now, I mean, this is something we're used to. We're computer users. You, you're, you use the Android. You're used to, you know, any, anything finicky that happens with that because of all your versions and everything. Uh, but what about the common user that doesn't understand why this is happening? You know what? Honestly, there's not an excuse for it. Okay. I, I realize okay. why he does it. Mm-hmm. Right. I just think that it takes away from originality. What do you mean by originality? It, it it limits people to what they're allowed to use to make something work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not even going to begin to under or pretend I understand how much programming it goes to make all this stuff work together. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you've come this far with the devices, it, it should be just a line of code by now. <laughs> and AJ's in the chat ready to rip hey, me a new one. Hey, yeah, go ahead. Hey, <laughs> let us know on the chat there. Let us, let us know your thoughts there. We'll put it in. <laughs> He'd love to jump in. Hello, John yeah, says... Uh, it's fine. Uh, we can move on. John- I understand. I'm wrong. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's, that's fine. I think you have a valid argument. You you, you, you think it's it's it's... Uh, uh, not helping with uh, creativity and, and, and letting people put what they want out. Um, yeah, I, I, I do agree on the API point. Um, I also, while I completely understand um, and, and, and preach the points of, um, of user experience and trying to maintain control of all this, and that's why certain applications get rejected and certain ones get accepted, uh, I would like to see a more transparent process um, and, and if they're going to reject certain APIs or private APIs, there should be an approval API process. They should yeah. be explaining to developers what they can expect at, down to the T, down to as very, uh, the, the smallest detail they, they can. Because I also understand the point where you spend, say, 20K developing an app and then it gets kicked out of the app store and, and you're out of house and home. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's where we got a problem with that. But uh, it, it, are there any anybody that's gotten rejected that's a surprise, though? you know, uh, except for those uh, when they, they started uh, blanket uh, getting rid of ones with the suggestive names, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, one was like what titties and kitties. And it was about <laughs> uh, 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 I love that. It was it was about like kittens and birds or something like that. Yeah, like something ridiculous. Um, but, but they, you know, there, there's, there seems to be, they need to, uh, uh, stop letting the interns run the show, uh, in their app approval process and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, They have improved a whole lot, mm -hmm. uh, especially over the last few months. Uh, you've seen an approval time go from a few months to a few weeks. And at this point, depending on, uh, what's involved in your application and how much consideration it might take, people are seeing apps, uh, already approved minutes after the submission process. And it's not like there's not a, uh, a a sort of black market for these guys either. There is the jailbroken aspect of it for the people yeah. that do want that freedom, do want to experiment with it. It comes with a little bit of risk, but so does, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, you guys have had experiences with Android phones more than I have, but uh, don't you have a little bit of inherent risk if you go download a non-marketplace approved, Google Marketplace approved app on an Android phone? Isn't there like a little bit like, you know, this could not work right. This could thrash my phone kind of uh, you, fear there. You have that risk with everything. But 
people don't, I think the, the difference is people don't expect that on a consumer device like a phone. You know, yes, we're going to smartphones, but more people that are used to picking up their phone and it makes a call and it doesn't crash are getting on these devices. And I think that's where Apple's coming from. You know, the person that doesn't know how to run a computer should not have to worry about their phone crap having a blue screen of death, you know, or whatever the equivalent of it. Absolutely. And there's the uh, the extreme example of, uh, you know, a phone is your uh, communication device in the event of an emergency. And mm -hmm. I would hate to not be able to make a 911 phone call because I downloaded Titties and Kitties and it had, you know, <laughs> a completely non-functioning element in it. Uh, AJ's bringing up some really good stuff mm -hmm. in the chat. Um, he, he basically broke it down to simple users and power users. Mm -hmm. uh, simple users don't care how it installs. They just want it to work. Exactly. Uh, power users care and want all kinds of things. And he said he, he came out and he admitted that Android OS is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I don't but, deny that. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not an Android hater. I, I, I prefer the iPhone. Uh, as as my device, uh, but but I I think Android's a, a great OS. I don't mean to thrash on it on on just pure principle, you know. But uh, he he said that it's Apple's fit finish slash polish mm -hmm. that is what puts them over the top. Exactly. And, yeah. And that's why everybody's buying it. You know. It, it, yeah. We're we're seeing two severely different strategies here, and it'll be interesting to see who actually wins out. Yeah, absolutely. And the um. It's, it's completely true about the, uh, the power user point. And I mean, one of the reasons I, I switched to Mac, uh, in college was because I used to be, I used to custom fab PCs, do all sorts of crazy modding stuff. And the last PC I owned was this outrageous looking thing that I had built that was flat black on the inside. It had black lights, uh, water cooling with red dye in the fluid. Uh, like three different fans, all sorts of fancy stuff. And then one time I was working on a paper and, uh, and I, and I heard the sound of gushing water, which was cooling fluid <laughs> pouring into my case at 80 gallons per hour. And, uh, and at that point, uh, it became painfully obvious that you don't want your, um, you know, you don't want your muscle car to be your daily driver because you never exactly. know what can go wrong. And as exactly. much as I love toying around with computers and everything, um, and I still do. I got into uh, Macs because I needed something that worked no matter what. I needed to turn on my computer and expect it to completely work. And that was something I got when I bought into the Apple experience. And it's something that I get um, with the iPhone that I really like. I really like having the ability to toy with things on the Android, but I like the dependability of knowing that every application I put on my phone has been looked at by somebody for at least a minute to say, yes, this is not going to you know, set you on fire. Mm -hmm. Exactly. AJ brought up another good point. Uh, he, he flat out said that we want a quote winner, but all the major players are just going to keep pushing the limits, and mm -hmm. the only winners is going to be us. You finally see uh, uh, Microsoft looks like they give a crap about the mobile space uh, with with uh, mobile seven. <laughs> the uh, HD two. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen. Isn't that the, that's still a mobile six point five? Isn't it? No, that's seven. I didn't think yeah. seven was out until the fall. Uh, pretty sure. Let me double check. I could have sworn it was Windows Mobile Phone Series Seven Series Windows Mobile yes, thing. Mobile Classic, not Seven. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. Like they, well, they've always happens. been they've always been great with these multiple versions in the last ten years, haven't they? Um, yeah. Let's see, Windows Mobile. 
And then well, Beth makes the point at this point, technology is making leaps and bounds. Competition is going to be the main driving force. And, uh, and they're all taking different avenues. I mean, when's the last time, like before the iPhone came out, uh, Chachi, you have experience, I know, uh, with Blackberries, you know, we had Blackberry, we had Windows Mobile, whatever. Uh, I know, I know my wife had a, uh, AT&T 8525 running, uh, you know, five, 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 whatever, when it was mobile, and it was, it was a piece of crap. You couldn't get anything. Oh, it was done. terrible. It was, it was horrendous. There's a reason why when people got on the iPhone, the data has skyrocketed, because we don't have to think about it. We don't yeah, have to absolutely. try to get the internet to work in order to make anything happen. We go, okay. we yeah, you're right, it's not seven. Anyhow. <laughs> Uh, but, but, or we've, we've had, you know, some, oh, somebody. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, I was actually grabbing, I have a Windows mobile phone here. Right there? Yeah, right here. Now, what's that? This is, uh, the Samsung Omnia 2, okay. which is, uh, um, I'm gonna say it's the worst phone I've ever had in my hands. Uh, wow. it runs Windows mobile and, like, I went to, because this is a, re- a review unit and I need to return it to Verizon, I went to uh, clear the settings. And so I went to clear the settings and Windows Mobile said, oh, well, you need to enter the lock code. Well, I had never set a lock code, but okay. So I go into the security settings to set the lock code and I, I don't even know what happened to the screen. There was like, it, it was like three different windows slightly tiled on top of each other with a handful <laughs> of artifacting. I tried restarting the phone and everything. So I can't clear my data. So now I have to go in by hand and, and individually delete the data that I left on the phone. And there you go. That, that's the difference right there. Um, and I think, well, yeah, go ahead. I want to throw this out there before we, we can't completely roll out the Blackberry. Yeah. The only thing the Blackberry is lacking that keeps it out of, uh, this market that we're currently talking about mm-hmm. is a stable marketplace for apps. Okay. But, but they, where they win is that they are in the enterprise. Yeah. They have like that AJ down. Said, now it's an email beast. People are make, I mean, the, the other groups are making strides for the enterprise market. And with the easy use and the flashiness, you know, frankly, uh, I think I think BlackBerry might be in trouble if they don't do something. The Storm, I mean, can we really call Storm even a even a dent at this no. point? I mean, no. Every everybody I know that's had a Storm wants to throw it against the wall if it doesn't look like it already has been. It, it it's it, it's just a nice packaging around crap. <laughs> I, I think that's at this exactly point, what it is. I think at this point, we've seen enough progress for enterprise solutions in the HTC and iPhone uh, and the Android space that once these guys figure out how to do security in a way that can be approved by uh, national governments, mm-hmm. BlackBerry is going to be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Once <clears throat> once everything works well together, it, they're, they're done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I, I love my BlackBerry. In fact, I'm getting a new one tomorrow. Uh, strictly for work, but it's mm. I love it. How do you compare it to your Android, even even the version you have? It doesn't. You can't compare the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they are two separate, separate beasts. I mean, I I like to look at Blackberries and be completely disgusted by them in <laughs> the sense of usability and practicality. But they have it's a tool. It's strictly a tool. Whereas uh, most of the other devices we use are mixed content delivery devices. I don't see the BlackBerry as a mixed content delivery device as much as 
exclusively a communication device. I want to touch on real quick. Uh, we're running short on time here, but we didn't get real deep into the features. One of the big deals, HD video on this Yes, thing. sir. And not to mention <sighs> the the photography aspects that were announced for this, the 5 megapixel, and they're doing some really interesting things uh, with the photo sensor. Oh, and you got a flash now, too. Now, as the resident photo buff, Rob, what what yes. was your take on those those uh, specs? Um, well, I actually have a link I'm going to dump in the chat room right now, which is uh, MacRumors.com has some samples of the iPhone 4's camera quality, and it looks amazing. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the things that uh, Steve had pointed out in the keynote is that megapixels don't matter um, because you know there are other phones we uh, we've seen. I think the Evo actually has doesn't have like an eight megapixel eight, camera yeah, or something absurd megapixel. like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, you don't need that much. You really don't. It's more up to the, uh, the sensor quality and the size of the sensor is where you, you see what matters. And, uh, the low light sensitivity on the iPhone 4 looks to be really incredible. Uh, and it looks like they've done the right thing, which is focus quality on a smaller sensor instead of saying, let's just shoot numbers out of the public. Uh, like most, uh, point and shoot camera manufacturers have done and said, Hey, look, ours has more numbers. Um, I, th- I think this is proof is in the pudding. When you look at the photos, you, you know, you've got a pretty sweet camera on your hand. And the better that camera gets, the more likely people are to use and share those photos using their iPhone instead of going out and buying a point and shoot. And that's the photo side, the HD and iMovie for the iPhone. Which, mm-hmm. which is- that gave me such a, a, a nerd <laughs> region that I, I, I oh, what they're doing with the hardware in this thing. It's ridiculous. Exactly. It's and it is, uh, we hadn't mentioned it's the A4 processor, which is the same processor you see in the iPad, mm-hmm. uh, which speaks for incredible battery life, which is exciting for me because like my, my use time, uh, say checking emails every Every hour or so, maybe a little bit more, maybe one phone call, some text messages, some browsing or whatever, or whatever. I can't really expect to get, expect to get more than a day, than a day, than a day, if that out of my phone. Um, like I, I woke up at five o'clock this morning and I, um, unplugged my phone and I went to work and I'm at 70% right now, which is pretty good for today. But like yesterday I was on Mac rumors for, uh, two hours because that's how long the keynote was. And by and by the time I got home at like eight o'clock that eight o'clock that night, I was down to twenty percent. All right, Rob, we're losing you because I think I think this computer is taking a wreck right here. Um, but real quick, uh, where can people find you? Uh, we might have lost him there. <laughs> oh, what the shit! <laughs> uh, sorry, it looks like we're running out of room on this one computer. What, um, what just happened? Sorry about that. My bad. Uh, real quick, uh, we're losing you, Rob. Uh, where where can we find you on the internet? If you're there, I think he's gone. Okay, you can find him at robjdlc.com if I remember that correctly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, it looks like it looks like oh, we lost him there. Uh, but uh, real quick, Chachi, uh, we can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chachi Says, and I blog at ChachiSays.wordpress.com. And the cops are coming. 
somewhere. I didn't so. do it. I was with you the whole time. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. This is the awesome cast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you have anything uh, to send us, send it to awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. Uh, we're going to work on maybe a uh, fan mail or a voicemail number and everything. Uh, but go check that out. Please check out our sponsor with Audible. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. SorgatronMedia.com. Awesomecast. Awesomecast.com. Thank you, Chachi, for uh, joining us this week. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks.